It's Monday, December 11th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. Tech sector shows stability. AI talent is in high demand despite an overall tech employment dip. From the EU's AI Act to US AI policies, a global shift toward regulating artificial intelligence, and tech's transformation of the labor market, opportunities for IT services. This is the business of tech. A new sponsor to the podcast, and I'm excited to have them. Skycake has been a global MSP-focused business for more than 10 years. Their products automate and simplify your cloud operations. Whenever you migrate, manage, or protect your Microsoft 365 users, Skycake is there for you with powerful automation to reduce your workload. I note that their focus for the last few years has been on Microsoft 365 security for your customers. Check them out now to get ahead on security with intelligent customer protection to get approximately $30 more in MRR from every user you have under your Microsoft 365 MSP. Visit skykick.com slash MSP radio to learn more. The November's jobs report shows a robust job market in the U.S. with strong employment and wage growth. Despite cooler job growth than earlier this year, the economy remains strong, supporting consumer spending during the holidays. The unemployment rate fell to 3.7% from 3.9%, the lowest in over 50 years, and more workers are entering the labor force. Wage growth has outplaced inflation, resulting in real wage gains for workers. The Federal Reserve may take note of these positive indicators when considering future rate hikes. Average hourly earnings rose by 4% compared to the previous year. However, the number of job openings in October was the lowest since March 2021. The services sector in the labor market is still strong, with the Institute for Supply Management's Index of Activity at Services Businesses showing growth in November. The employment component remains solid, while prices suggest diminishing inflation pressures. New orders are unchanged, indicating a stable outlook for the sector. An analysis by CompTIA shows that small and medium-sized businesses in the tech services and software development sector continue to hire. The tech sector employment remained unchanged with nearly 5.6 million workers. AI talented is in high demand, with AI positions accounting for 12% of job postings. Tech occupations throughout the economy declined, but the overall unemployment rate for tech occupations is lower than the national rate. According to the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index, American consumers felt much better about the economy in early December, with a significant increase in sentiment across all age groups and political affiliations. This improvement in consumer sentiment raises questions about why Americans felt down about the economy despite positive indicators such as cooling inflation, strong economic growth, and healthy job growth. Why do we care? The strong employment and wage growth supports consumer spending, which is crucial during the holiday season. This increased spending power can translate into higher demand for tech products and services, especially as businesses and consumers alike invest in technology-driven solutions. The stability in new orders points toward a sustained demand for services, including those in the telc realm. This allows for more predictable business planning and investment. 
And there's a clear indication of the growing importance of AI in the tech ecosystem. This trend is a call to action for IT services firms to invest in AI capabilities to remain competitive and meet the evolving demands of the market. Things look good for the holidays. And there's been a lot of legislative news. European Union officials have reached a landmark deal on the AI Act, a comprehensive law to regulate artificial intelligence. The law aims to classify risk, enforce transparency, and financially penalize tech companies for non-compliance. It requires tech companies to disclose data, conduct rigorous testing, and bans high-risk uses of AI. The legislation includes restrictions for foundation models, but provides exemptions for open-source ones. Violators of the AI Act could face fines of up to 7% of global revenue. The law positions Europe as a leader in tech regulation and may serve as a model for other jurisdictions. The Act includes obligation for high-impact AI systems, transparency requirements, and the right for citizens to launch complaints. The law aims to limit the use of AI and protect against its risks, such as job automation, misinformation, and national security threats. The law is expected to come into force no earlier than 2025. The EU's deal on the AI Act has been criticized for being too broad and potentially stifling innovation. Critics warn of negative consequences for the European economy and the technology sector with concerns that it may drive away European tech startups and businesses. European SMEs are raising concerns about the potential changes to the EU's AI Act, specifically regarding the regulation of foundation AI models. France, Germany, and Italy propose that big tech companies self-regulate these models, but SMEs argue that this would shift responsibility to smaller businesses. The European Digital SME Alliance suggests that providers of large foundation models undergo third-party conformity assessments to ensure compliance. Amnesty International also opposes the proposal, warning that it could jeopardize the adoption of the AI Act. And the EU isn't the only group working on legislation. According to the Washington Post, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer and the bipartisan working group on artificial intelligence expect key committees to increase efforts to craft legislation on AI in 2024. The group has discussed principles, but has not endorsed any specific proposals yet. Lawmakers have introduced various measures to regulate AI tools and promote development. Some lawmakers, like Senator Josh Hawley, are getting impatient and plan to push for action. The discussions aim to take action before the 2024 elections to prevent the misuse of AI in online political discourse. And for example, the use of AI in healthcare will be discussed in an upcoming congressional hearing by the House of Representatives Energy and Commerce Committee. The hearing will focus on the federal government's role in addressing AI in the marketplace and include witnesses from various government departments. And last week, the House passed the Post-It Act unanimously, requiring the government to create an online portal for small businesses to access regulations and compliance guidance. Additionally, the House passed the Small Business Contracting Transparency Act to increase government contracts awarded to small businesses in disadvantaged areas or owned by women or disabled veterans. 
The government currently aims to provide 5% of contracts to women-owned small businesses, 3% to disabled veteran-owned small businesses, and 3% to small businesses in poorer areas. Agencies routinely miss these targets, which this bill seeks to address. Finally, unidentified governments are reportedly spying on smartphone users through push notifications, according to a letter from U.S. Senator Ron Wyden. The letter states that foreign officials demand data from Google and Apple, who have unique insight into the traffic flowing from apps to users. Wyden has called on the Department of Justice to address this issue and allow public discussions on push notification spying. Both foreign and U.S. government agencies have asked Apple and Google for push notification data. Apple is updating its transparency reporting to include these requests. This technique, which relies on the alerts received when friends contact users via email or text, was used to gather information about the U.S. Capitol rioters on January 6, 2021. Now, why do we care? In the EU, the AI Act's potential impact on small and medium-sized enterprises, those SMEs, and the exemption for open-source models are critical. While it aims to protect against AI risks like job automation and misinformation, as a valid concern, it might stifle innovation and deter tech startups. In the U.S., it's a sign there will be structured AI regulation. Plus, bonus wins for awareness of opportunity with the federal government and growing willingness to take on big tech. A new report suggests that technology will lead to job losses over the next decade, with two-thirds of those losses affecting women without college degrees. The analysis highlights the shrinking opportunities for women without degrees, who make up the majority of women in the U.S. The report also reveals that the at-risk jobs are middle-wage occupations, while low-wage positions are expected to grow. The analysis calls for improving the quality of lower-wage jobs and creating more paths into male-dominated sectors to mitigate the impact on women. A study by Deloitte and NYU found that over half of employees, including white men, downplay parts of their identity to fit in at work. The percentage of employees who cover has remained unchanged in the last decade. The study also revealed that employees with more marginalized identities are more likely to cover Younger employees tend to cover more than older employees, and people who aren't marginalized also cover, and covering comes with negative impacts on job performance and emotional well-being. Why do we care? The recommendation to improve the quality of lower-wage jobs and create more pathways into traditionally male-dominated sectors is a strategic response. It suggests the need for policies and business practices that foster inclusivity and skill development, particularly for the most vulnerable workers, which is a distinct area where IT services companies can find opportunity, not only for themselves, but as a service. Emphasizing the development and provision of training and upskilling programs, especially for vulnerable demographics like women without college degrees, can be a valuable service offering and corporate responsibility initiative alike. There remains opportunity for competitive differentiation in this space. 
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Thanks for listening. Today, International Mountain Day. Did we need to be made aware of them? Aren't they big and noticeable? Want to take my class in January? Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs. And the link is in the show notes. You got a question, a comment, a thought? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out to me on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of the Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.